Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Lunch Plus. It's going to be an awesome week. Thank you for joining us. And as you are hopping on right now, make sure that you go ahead and share the broadcast and then in the comments, tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hello to you. It's going to be a good day because we've got awesome stuff in store for you. It's Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. It's a Monday. I just got really excited. I don't know why. Uh, well, I know why, because Jesus. it's a good day. Yep. Here, here's what we got going on today. Yeah, oh, and Jesus. Um, uh, we're going to be starting off with a minute to win it game. I'm excited about this one. It's, it's, it involves exercise. After that, we have uh, our next installment of What's Good. After What's Good, we have an international food challenge to... to what? Food. Yeah, yeah, food. International food challenge. After food challenge, we're going to be doing a new thing uh, called confessions. Um, and then after confessions, we have the man who would be king. Amen. It's going to be such a good day. And we're <laughs> like just excited about spending this with you. So thank you for being on. Thank you for watching with us. Um, and please do go ahead and share. But right now, it is family <laughs> chat time we hope that you guys had a good weekend oh, we want to hear all about it drop in the comments what you did over the weekend but we're going to dive in with today's comment or today's question <clears throat> question number one dun, dun, dun. question number one what's your go-to restaurant for amazon food amazon food i i made the questions not weird gross ones today just for you thank you yep just what, for you what's your go-to restaurant for amazing food for amazing food mm. George's is Ruth's Chris. That is, is there a Ruth's Chris down here? There's yes. Yeah, there's three what? in Charlotte. Charlotte. There's three of them what? in Charlotte. I did not uh, know that. <laughs> there was one in Pittsburgh. Uh, we went there, I think, last year for my birthday. And mm -hmm. it was awesome. This church. I don't know what that is. It's in downtown Charlotte. It's like a, the restaurant's really cool. It's an industrial thing. And the whole ceiling is the, the book Art of War. That's cool. Is finger painted on hmm. the whole entire ceiling. That's cool. Wow. Sometimes it's I forget really that cool. you lived in Charlotte and can recommend me. And they have everything mm. from bison burgers to Ooh. the tomahawk ribeyes to wow. some really nasty hummus that you my wife loved. Money. I've never had a tomahawk I, steak. Jay told That's, me I'm not allowed to order one. I want to order one. Like, she said it's too much steak and it would make me fat, but I don't care. It's hey. a steak challenge and I want to try it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't care. Plus, you get the bone afterwards. Well, you can get a. You can get a. They. I think they had a tomahawk at the place. 70, 73 no. Main? Yeah. I think, I think they had a tomahawk there, too. Rachel says hers is Cracker Barrel. Kevin says that Five Points is his go-to now. Mm. I understand. That Johnny says meatloaf. Texas Roadhouse or his kitchen. That's yeah. also valid. That hey, valid. Julie. The story about Texas Roadhouse. I, used, I worked <laughs> there for a very, very short time, and I've seen things, and it made me quit. <laughs> it was disgusting. Hey Holly, we're so good. So. We're so glad to have you on with us. We are talking about what is your go-to restaurant for amazing food. For and food. I have like I have a lot of them. It really depends on the type of food I'm wanting, but I think my go-to like if I'm picking where I'm eating, then I'm going to go to Cabo Fish Taco in in the Davidson area like North Davidson Street in Charlotte. It is so good. It is amazing, amazing Mexican food. And it was on the diners, dives, and drive-in with Guy Fieri. Yep. It's really, really good. It is bomb.com. Pa pastor said, and Paul has never taken this pastor or even told him about that place. I have mentioned it because me and Jade went there on our anniversary the other year whenever I 
updated her wedding band. Oh, uh, I didn't know that's what it was yes. called. That place is amazing. And they validate your car. Holly says this is too hard. Well, I really what this is is I want to know more date place options I can go with George. <laughs> that's so. why he put this on. <laughs> so, so just funny. throw some recommendations at us. <laughs> Question number two. Dun, Question number two, best date ideas. <laughs> uh, what's the last song you sang do you saw? Sang along with? Oh, sang I, along. I literally, it looked like said? doing, but it says sing sang along. Sang along. What too. was the last song you sang along to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julie, well, you've been to Cabo Fish Taco? That's exciting. Okay, the last song I sang along to was Eddie James' Breakthrough this morning. And I tell you what, Hobbs didn't really, my cat, didn't really know what to do because I was like flail dancing. Like, flail dancing. Basically, imagine a mosh pit, but just in my house and crazy dancing. So I sang along to that this morning. Oh, yeah. Breakthrough by Eddie James. That is a good one. That is a really good one. That's one of my favorites. Mm, so so really when you say sang like, along to, that means you had to listen to it and then you sang along to it. Yes. Okay, because I, you were singing um, blue, that <laughs> and I was like, that was stuck in my head for like an hour mm -hmm. after that. I'm really good at the whole getting songs stuck in head, but not on yeah. purpose. Like mm -hmm. I don't do it on purpose. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the last song that I. Mine was. Sang I think it was while I was in the shower. So I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a speaker person <laughs> in the shower. Mm -hmm. Do you have a shower like, speaker? Yes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shower singer. Mm -hmm. um, it was God's Not Dead by Newsboy. That's a good one. But Saturday, for the longest time, at my cousin's wedding, I had the party rock anthem stuck in my I'm head. I'm so sorry. And like, <laughs> we was walking in the car, and I was like doing like the do, dance, do, and Jade's like, do, do. "Really?" And I was like, "It's stuck. <laughs> it won't. It won't leave." <laughs> Someone wants to know what the worship team sang yesterday. We sang. We sang lots. We sang "Risen," "Ain't No Grave," "No Other Name," and "Goodness of God." Rachel so. said, Silver Wings by Merle Haggard and the Strangers. That's like a very specific song right there. Um, Is that your answer or your mother's answer? And then <laughs> Nat says that Will said his was McCormick and the Schmicks. I don't know what that is. That's a restaurant downtown. Oh, that's another uh, delicious. That makes more sense. Another I'm delicious like, which restaurant. One, which one's the song and which one's the <laughs> band? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Luke, for those of you that are curious, Pastor Nicole, Pastor Brian, Luke's song earlier was uh, It's My Life by John Bon Jovi. That's the song he was singing. <laughs> that's, a, was that's a classic air guitar song. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number three. Wait, what was yours? Oh, um, probably goodness of God. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, question number three. Uh, what outdoor activity have you yet to try but want to? Um, I don't actually know if I have one. Like, really? I, I'm, I'm pretty content with, with being inside, but I'll think of one. Like, part of me would like to say skydiving. No. You can go with George. <laughs> yes. You can have a great time. Mm -hmm. George will take you skydiving. Sure will. I, uh, Kevin <laughs> says fly fishing. That sounds like fun. Axe throwing. Does it? Axe throwing, yeah. Axe throwing. There's a place in Charlotte you can go and rent a lane like you do bowling mm -hmm. and throw axes. Mm -hmm. That sounds awesome. I would like to go to Crater Lake National Park. That's on my, like, I don't know as though I'd do anything other than, like, look Let's at it. it. But I'd like to, I'd like to go there. Mm -hmm. That would be my outdoor. I would like, so I would like to see the Great Barrier Reef. Ooh, that would Northern be cool. Northern Lights. Like that would be cool. Mm -hmm. EO says lacrosse. Lacrosse. Oh. And zip lining. I can see lacrosse. Like, I feel mm. like Rachel's, like, pent-up, like, competitive aggression would come out really intensely. Lacrosse? Mm -hmm. um, lacrosse. You can get, <laughs> get kind of rough. 
I yeah. believe that's in That's a hard ball. <laughs> Natalie says zip lining. Zip lining. Uh, for both she and here? Will. Isn't there a place yeah. around here? Yeah. The tree on a treetop. So this Sunday, instead of going out to lunch, we're all going to go ziplining. Y'all oh. going to have fun with that. Yes. <laughs> that Paul's my people. Paul, Johnny says skydiving. Johnny says somebody would get hurt <laughs> ziplining. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to speak that over people. But question well, I feel number like four. Well, you and Johnny and George <laughs> <should get> skydiving. <laughs> all right. What did you think was going to be amazing but turned out to be Horrible. Kevin says, I'm your Huckleberry, and I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> um, I don't. Zip lining. Oh, zip lining. I understand. Do, I, I do you understand? Because I still don't understand. Tombstone. Yeah. Movie Tombstone. Yeah. Oh, Have right. you seen Tombstone? Never heard of it. <sighs> oh. So, question number four. Whoa. <laughs> question number four. What was it again? I missed it because. <laughs> I think because the room turned on you. The room turned on me. I guess. Kevin literally stood up off screen and threw his hat <laughs> down and like stomped out. <laughs> We're gonna go soul winning and watch Tombstone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like a plan. What did you think was gonna be amazing but was not? Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't seen it. So. Uh, oh goodness um, gracious! Pastor says, "Oh, oh gracious." So that means I'm, we're I'm watching I'm thankful Tombstone. for grace. I'm thankful for everyone's grace and mercy on me. <laughs> grace and peace. Um, Johnny, Johnny and Rachel are now talking about playing lacrosse in the comments. And Julie says Tombstone is a great movie. Okay, so wait, what was the okay. question again? What was, what was amazing was... but wasn't amazing what, mm. that you thought was going to be amazing? That's a great question. I didn't think it was going to be amazing, but I definitely thought that the movie Midway was going to be better than it was. I remember mm. walking in going, this will be good. And at the end, it, <laughs> like it was, mm. it, it was not. Pastor says that you need grace right now. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm thankful for grace. Um, for me, um, I would probably say peanut butter banana sandwiches. Because when yeah. I was a kid, like watching Nickelodeon, do you remember Face? Yes. Face always ate peanut butter banana sandwiches. He says, like, the best sandwich in the world. So I'm like, man, I'm going to try this. And it was not the best. You know, if we're going to. That was going to be amazing. If we're going to go food. Very similarly, I thought honey was going to be amazing because Winnie the Pooh always scooped it out of the jar. <laughs> and I remember thinking it was going to be great, and it, it was just liquid sugar. Yeah. That's all it was. <laughs> Ra Rachel said the movie Wonder Woman, which reminds me, like, so any Batman movie outside of the Where 1960s, like Adam West Batman movie, and... And some of the, the Christian Bale movies. All, all the other ones, I was expecting them to be great. Well, especially the newer ones. Like, whenever they started what happens when the new DC plays. movies. Like, pretty much all the new DC movies. <laughs> Which is why I yeah. didn't waste money to go see it in theaters. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. Lion um, King. I thought that was going to be amazing. And I yeah. was very super disappointed with it. The new Lion yeah. King. Oh, yeah. And the new Aladdin. They, I they dropped the ball too. with, with Pumbaa and Timon. Yeah. They dropped the ball. True. was not happy. True. Yeah. Well, guys, we thank you for being a part of Family Chat. We are yes. going to be Family. right back in 30, in 30 seconds for our Minute to Win It game. Go ahead and share the broadcast. It's going to be such a good episode. We're excited to have you here with us, and we'll be back in just a couple seconds. See you soon. Bye. Or hi. Bye. See you soon. <laughs> Thank you.
What is up, everyone, and welcome to today's session of Minute to Win It. I'm actually like really excited about this one because, like, if you're ever like looking for games to do at home that like involves like exercise, especially like if you're a parent of kids, you know, and you want to like figure out a way to like tire them out and like get get to nap time, this will be like the perfect game for you. So here, here's what today's game is going to look like. Um, what I did was I downloaded a pedometer app. If you don't know what a pedometer means, because I actually didn't know what it meant, like I knew I, I had in my brain what it was, but I forgot what it, what it was called. Pedometer is like one of those things where it like calculates your steps, and because uh, I guess pedo is feet, right? Hey, look at me with my big words. So, uh, so I downloaded a pedometer app, and I actually had Paul download one too, and uh, apparently today I had 1,503 steps so far. Is that good? Is that, wait, that's not good? Oh, Paul. <laughs> um, but so what we're going to do is we're going to give people 60 seconds to get as many steps on these pedometers as they can. So what, basically, like, you can flail your arms. You can, like, run in place. I don't, I don't know how, like, whatever you think would work, we're going to do it. All right? So, oh, apparently I got seven steps right there. So. So here's how. So that's basically how this game is going to go. You're going to have 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Is it working? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess Paul, Paul's phone doesn't want to uh, obey. But uh, so we're just going to do it with my phone. So first up, we have. Actually, I'm going to need that. I don't know why I set the microphone aside. We have Abby. Right. Everyone, give it up for Abby. L look at that. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. One person gave it up. Thanks. Have, have you worked really hard on, you know, keeping up your physical exercise? Yeah, Taco Bell really helps. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah, well, we're going to do a really good job working that Taco Bell off. That's what this is about. You know, we're, we're preparing ourselves for the International Food Challenge Let's later. All right, so you have 60 seconds to get as many steps onto this. Whoa, what, what? I got six. Six already. All right, well, let's reset that. Fun. All right, don't move. Don't move. All right, you got. I'm talking in the, this mic. How confident are How confident are you that you can that you can beat all the other people that are going to be playing today? Considering I just got six steps from you handing me the ball, <laughs> I feel very confident. Very confident. Okay. All right. Right. Yeah. All right. So you got 60 seconds. All right. You ready? Uh huh. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. We're. <laughs> what is it? You, you, you want to make as much mo movement as you possibly can. All right. Oh, she's up to 22. Tw she's up to 22. All right, you're 15 seconds in. All right. Like, it, you, you got to make as much movement as you can. Oh, look. I think you're up to what, 50 now? Yep. All right, you, got, you're, you have about 30 seconds left. All right? 30 seconds left. Are, are, are you feeling? I don't know. You never know. Like, it can pick up anything. All right. You have 20 seconds left. 20 seconds. Is it working? Oh, it's still going. You got 90 steps in. All right. 
Ten seconds left. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Stop. 128 steps. 130. Yeah, we'll give you that. All right, 130 steps by Abby. Well done. Do you think that your competitors will be able to beat that? Never. Never. Oh, that's confidence right there. All right, who's next? Me. We, we got Barrett in the house. Where are you going? I don't know. <laughs> we got Barrett in the house. Are you, are you, is that, are you, is that mic working? No. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> then you're going to use this. All I right? unclipped the microphone because I will have range of motion. Oh. I'm prepared. I wow. have strategy. Yeah. This, like, I used to do this, like, I used to count my steps a lot, so I have lots of preparation inside. Really? I'm ready. Awesome. Are you going to run up and down the stairs? Well, now I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm resetting this now. Okay. And can, I, gonna... can I put this in my pocket? Yeah, you can do whatever you need to do. Excellent. All right. It's what, there's almost no rules to this game. Well. <laughs> it's just you got 60 seconds. Do I have seconds. to do anything to hit start? No, it no. It's, it's, it's okay. going right now. All right. All right, so you got one minute, 60 seconds, minute to win it. Okay. You think you can do this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Look at that, that confidence. I'm All right. Ready. All right, you're ready. I am. All right, three, two, one, go. Oh, wow, she's praise dancing up, I up am. in here. This is basically <laughs> what I was doing earlier. Really? Yep. Is, this, is that how you praise dance? Yep. There we go. It's why I don't do it on stage. Woo, that was dizzy. <laughs> just keep spinning. Just keep spinning. Just keep spinning. Just keep spinning. I, I kind of really wanted to just spin around in circles and keep going until the very end. Just watch her like go off into the lights. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of terrified now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to go at this point. You said there's no rules. There's I did no say there's rules. no rules. There's no rules. I did say that. Wow, she's all over the place. I will Look be at Abigail. that energy. Look at that Holy Spirit energy I right there. I will be Abigail. <laughs> I don't care about Paul. I really don't know what to do right now. I'm just going to stand here in the middle of this circle. That's you got 15 awesome. seconds left. <laughs> I, I really like sound the, the screeching happen. sound effects. <laughs> that really helps. Ke Kevin put in the comments, Abby wins with 1,500 steps. You, Whatever. Three, two, one, stop. What'd you get? 164. Not even worth it. Not even worth it. <laughs> hey, you beat her by 14. I had so much more energy than she did. So, so now, uh, apparently this is a game of strategy. I tell you what, mine was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in the lead right now, all right? You got 164 steps. Paul, do you think you can beat 164? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is just showing how short I am. I'm a really short person. I'm so sorry. All right, you, you think you can beat 164? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to hand this to you. All right. You have 60 seconds to get more than 164 steps. All right, you ready? Oh, yeah. You've been born ready. All right, you got three, two, one, go. Oh, he's running, jogging in place. It's not moving. Well, you, you got to move it's it around. Cheating. Wait, wait, wait. Go, it's going. <laughs> it's cheating. It's not cheating. All right, look at that. Look at that. He, he's running in place. He's got skills. I'm a maniac. maniac. <laughs> I'm a maniac. You look like it. I feel, we, we definitely need to get oh, clips out of this. Oh, wow, look at that. I'm already at 80. 
Look at that. I feel like we should put him in front of the green screen and have like a, have like, you know, a road flying past him. That would be great. It's a fun game to do in the car when you're going down the interstate. Just look at people and go. <laughs> it's a fun game to do in the interstate. All right. Or to beat Abby. All right, put in the comments if you think Paul's going to be able to beat uh, Barrett. Get more than 164 steps. All right, you got five, four, three, two, one. Stop. 175. Look at that. 175. <laughs> Barrett said only by 11, so I'll take it. <laughs> well done, guys. Uh, that was actually a lot of fun to, sure. to, to watch you exert all that physical energy. And I, I'm just standing here, and I'm getting ready to eat sometime soon. But guys, thank you for joining us today for this uh, episode of Minute to Win It. Next, we're gonna be, I'm going to be handing you over to Abby Wright for... for what? Kevin's trash talk. There's trash talk going on in here, apparently. Double mine. <laughs> oh, Kevin said double. We'll have to practice this afterwards, and we'll let you guys know if Kevin actually doubles Barry. <laughs> All right. All right, well, we're handing you over to Abby Wright for a new session of What's Good. Abby, tell us what's good. <laughs> well, hello, guys, and welcome to the next segment of What's Good. I'm your host, Abby Wright, and today we will be talking about what's good. You guessed it. First off today, we have a man connected to our ministry whom we know, and he had a friend who's been out of work for two years because of a herniated disc. Now, I don't know what that is. I should have looked it up ahead of time, but I still don't know what a herniated disc is, but apparently... It's really bad, and he's been out of work for two years. But the Lord led his friend that we know to pray for him, and he prayed for him, and the man said he immediately felt like pins and needles going down his back, and he was healed instantly. He's been able to bend over and, like, touch his toes almost, and amazing. He's so excited. God is a miracle worker yesterday, today, and forever. That's awesome. We also have a couple who is connected to us, and they have needed some financial breakthrough. And they were believing God for it. They were sowing just as the word says. But little did they know that they had a friend who was having a conversation this past week, I believe. And as they were having the conversation with the person, it came to an end, and the Lord led the other person to... He said, I'll just read exactly what he said. He said, I want to give you something to help anyone in need. And he, the Lord put on his heart to give money. And they were able to give it to the couple that we know. They were believing, putting their faith in God, and God delivered right on time because he is a good God. It's awesome. We praise the Lord. We're still praising with them. We also had another woman connected to our ministry, and yesterday, we were live streaming our service, and she tuned in, and the joy of the Lord hit her. She started laughing just watching the live stream. She wasn't even physically here. She wasn't able to be physically here, but she was just watching, and the Lord blessed her, and the joy hit her, and she had been having severe back pain, and it was healed. 
instantly because the Lord's just good. He loves his people. It's amazing. Also today, we have a special guest that I'm going to interview. Me! You all know her. <laughs> Hi! Barrett! So, Thanks you for having said, me on Good oh, News today. Of course. Oh my we goodness. love people whom we know <laughs> and love. We love people. <laughs> I don't know where I was planning on having that going. We love other people who we don't know either, but we especially love you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so you said that you had a testimony. I do. Would you like to share? I would. So my husband and I, we have been sewing repeatedly. Like, yeah big time. The Lord just has it on our heart to always increase what we're giving. Yeah. So I remember when I moved here, like I was giving maybe like dollars and right. like the Lord's just had us increase it time and time again. But lately, yeah. you know, the Lord's talked to us about also believing for our harvest because it says in the word that, you know, though the person who sows also reaps. So we've mm -hmm. just been thanking the Lord. Lord, we thank you that we have yeah. seed in the ground and now we're calling in a harvest off of seed sown. Right. So last Thursday, and, you know, we just praise him, and we know it's coming, and we just kind of yeah. let it go. So last Thursday, we checked the mail, and there's a card in the mail from somebody that I've spoken. Like, we're connected, but I haven't talked to them except maybe once in my life. Yeah. And I get a check in the mail from them saying, we sold, uh, we sold my parents' house. We wanted to bless you during this time. We hope this helps. And it was a $1,000 wow. check in the mail out of nowhere, completely surprised, didn't yeah. know it was coming. And all of a sudden, there's $1,000 that, that blessed us that we now get to use back for the kingdom. Praise the That's Lord. Yeah. That's like, that doesn't make logical sense uh -uh. for someone you've talked to once to yeah. be like, I wish to give you a $1,000. Yeah. That's not logic, but God... God's good. God comes through however he needs to. Amen. To bless you. Amen. Amen. Thanks for having me on Good News. You are so welcome. Anytime. Well, that is all I have for you guys today. And I hope you all enjoyed that. If you have any good news, any testimonies, if you find any funny cat videos on the internet, we want <laughs> to hear from you. So go ahead and send them to us, and maybe you'll see it on the next segment of What's Good. We'll see you next time. Bye. What's up? Wait, what camera are we looking at? Over here. Over here. This one. Today, I'm excited about this. Will, come here. Let everyone Hello. see you. Can I see me? Yes. Hello. How you are you guys good? doing? You look real good. Yes. I really uh, like uh, it. I love your style. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So. Well, welcome to International Food Challenge. International. We have our chef in the house, Chef William. I don't know. I try to get something <laughs> fancy and French. I can't say your name in a, in, in a Frenchy, fancy way. But, uh, but we got our special chef, William. He made us some awesome food today, and it's our job to try to figure out where it's from, right? Yeah. Do, do you want to give us, like, a little rundown of sure. what it's going to look like? Okay. So what we've got so far today... So what we've got so far today is I, I did a breakfast food, then sort of a lunch, kind of snack-ish food, and then like a dinner. So 
Give me like three seconds. And I'm we get a three-course meal? We, get, we literally get a three-course meal today. This is awesome. Yes, you I do. know, right? And welcome, Eddie. First, we Hi. have dish number one. I'm not going to uh, see it. Ooh, that, honestly, I'm going to be honest. This looks like, looks like bread with <laughs> sprinkles on it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this seems super American. But like, no, honestly, this though, gro growing up, um, what I loved to do is, and my mom would do this all the time, is we would get French toast. And like, you know how some people put powdered sugar on their French toast? Yeah. My mom would put sprinkles on mine. Oh. And, um, and this is kind of what this reminds me of. It's so fun. All right, well, so this, this is a breakfast food. Is it breakfast food? Really? Ah! Interesting. <laughs> Abundance of sprinkles. Yes. Overflowing. Oh, literally <laughs> overflowing all over the table. Ah. All right, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna sandwich it like this. Dear Lord, bless this food and oh, the bites yeah. that they already took. It's okay, I blessed them. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Amen. Is this a? Uh, is this just white bread with butter and sprinkles? It's marina bread with butter and sprinkles. Yeah. Okay. This is really good, honestly. All right. So the point of this game is we need to figure out what what country this is from. So Scarlet's Kitchen. <laughs> His daughter. My daughter loves butter and sprinkles. Mm. Put it in the comments where you think this is from. Because this, this? this is bread, butter, and sprinkles. That's what this is. So on the um, movie Rio, yeah, they they're like cheese and sprinkles, and I feel like yeah. that was from Wisconsin or something. Oh really? Because that's the one with the toucan, right? Mm. No, wait, I no. Don't know. I don't know what Rio is. They're that's, in like Bra like birds, right? They're in like Brazil or something. So maybe this could be a Brazilian thing? Okay, so ju just so you um, know, I used the other three continents that we didn't use last week. So this oh. one is Africa, North America, and Australia. Okay, oh, so this is definitely North America. Yeah, this is <laughs> America. <laughs> it's got butter and sprinkles. <laughs> so Africa, North America, and what was the third? Africa, North America, and Australia. And Australia. So this is one of the... You know what? I'm, I'm going to go wild. I'm going to say it's Australian. I'm going North America. Sounds like Although America. everything in me sounds in like my, a southern thing. I'm not re relying on my own understanding with this one, I've, so I'm not going to say American, even though this seems super American. I'm going to say Australia. Abigail, what was your? I'm saying definitely North America. North American. Surprisingly enough, Buddy is correct. Hey, <laughs> I'm not usually right when it comes to these games. So like, this is a huge win. This so, is an Australian children's food. They call it fairy bread. Fairy oh. bread. Yes. I, I can see why. Yeah. The Australian children Everyone, are happy. If you ever want, <laughs> they're Scarlet, so happy. Scarlett's gonna see this and go, "Can we move if the you ever want, <laughs> I want to finish. If you this. ever want to have Australian fairy bread, no. Again, this is what what kind of bread was it? Uh, just just white, white bread, bread with white bread, butter, and then sprinkles. White bread, butter, and sprinkles. Fairy bread. It's interesting. <laughs> you should try it. It's great. <laughs> All right. Well, there goes our breakfast. I had to get into it. All right. There's the breakfast. Thank you, Chef William. Let's see if I can get these. Wow, that's actually really smart. He put the microphone in his pocket. I've seen Ted do it a whole <laughs> lot of times, so get it from him. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, man. Well, so, honestly, like, I'm just glad that I got that one right. I, I, I haven't gotten these right very often. Rubbing All right, what's next? In. Next is your lunch slash snack food. Ooh, okay, so it's popcorn. It looks like it's been barbecued. Has it been barbecued? I don't know, has it? I don't know. I guess you, you would know, but you're not going to give us that hint. So, honestly, this tastes like, tastes like, what's, what's it called? Fried um, popcorn. 
what's what well, what's the um what's the popcorn that's popular that's not pop kettlecorn kettlecorn kettle yeah it kind of reminds me a yep. little bit of that but what, some, but it's just, you getting anything like, different in there i don't know I need, little, I need to get a really coated piece got a little tang I like some barbecue sauce. Yeah. Oh. Just a little yeah. bit of tang in there. Yeah. Maybe a little. A little tang. So, so yeah. we got. You have Africa and North America left. I'm ah, going to say this like... is probably a North American one. Right? How could it be North America? And I've never had it, though. Yeah. There's, so. There are multiple countries in North America. Yeah, is that yeah. just American? Yeah, I'm going to say North America. Uh, sure. North American. So it's either Canadian or Mexican. So I'm going to actually say Africa. I feel like this would be um, North American, like Southwestern. Yeah. Yeah. This I'm gonna say this is. Can no. Canadian. Oh. What did they Canadian eat in Canada? Taking a bite and then well. So it's like well, it tastes like popcorn that was coated in barbecue saucy kind of thing, and then baked. It's good. I, you're just nodding. Pretty is that pretty much what this is? Pretty much. Okay, then this has to be North American. Yeah. It's, North it's like America. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna go wild and say Canada. So, some Canadians are. What, what I actually have no Although idea. it could be Mexico. It's kind of like kettle corn, but it's got some like, like barbecue-y barbecue yeah. top. Oh, I'm going to say Canada. South. South, south of the border. South of the border. I think it's south Mexico. They have a bunch Mexico, of corn. Mexico and Canada. Again, Buddy is correct. It's <laughs> Canada! <laughs> it's a Canadian food. What? Wow. You, you knew this? Sure. Ketchup. Popcorn. Wait, wait. that's ketchup? That's ketchup. That's not ketchup? barbecue? Ho homemade ketchup. Okay. This goes right with my philosophy. So that ketchup you, makes everything so better. So did you? What did you do? Did you? Wow, wow, wow! Like mix it in ketchup and then bake it, or uh, cooked my own ketchup in a saucepan, put it in the popcorn, mixed that up, put it on a baking sheet, baked it for like 15 minutes at 300. How much time wow. did you have to whole make ketchup? <laughs> it takes like five minutes. Wow. So. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So if you want to add? Sorry. What, so is there a name for this? Night. You weren't getting oh, spaghetti. It, so this <laughs> is called <laughs> tomato paste. The thing. I thought, I thought <laughs> we were getting spaghetti, but apparently the tomato paste was. So, so this is called ketchup popcorn. All the way up here. All the way up here. So this is called ketchup popcorn. Ketchup popcorn. Yep. Well, actually, this is good. It's really good. So, apparently, ketchup and popcorn does go well with each other. So. I still ever, wouldn't have guessed ketchup. I don't know. But it doesn't taste like it. Now that you said it, though, I can yeah. taste it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? All righty. Now we're going into, the, oh, look at that. Well, look at that. There's only one country left. Guys, you're about to be amazed. So this is, this has to be African. Next is our entree. Our entree. Maybe oh. we can guess what country in Africa. Wow. going to put it there. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wow, wow. This is officially my favorite segment, everyone. <laughs> Seriously. So we got some, some flatbread. Some hummus. Hummus. Some hummus. Yep. Yeah, that's hummus. Hummus. So, I'm gonna make a little African taco out of this. Do you? Actually, I'm having a hard time with this. I'm gonna spread the hummus first. So. Well. So. So we got flatbread, hummus, and uh, kind of a steak salady kind of thing. Or is that ground? That's ground beef, I think. I have no idea. Is it? So, in case you ever <laughs> is it? Is it? Go to Africa. Apparently, in Swahili, taco means your rumpus. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Oh, well. Well. <laughs> That's good to know. It's, it was some knowledge I found out. And All right. 
pretty great. That is really, that's really <laughs> important information in there. Yep. Mm. So? I mean, it's good. That's really good. Uh, now, I know this. I don't know much about Africa. Like, all the countries kind of blend in my mind. So, I'm just going to go with Ghana. <laughs> it's really just. If you want a hint, I can give you a hint. North, sure. Northern. Northern Africa. Middle East. Is it North, Isn't it's that North like Africa? Northern Africa. Afghanistan. Is Ghana in North Africa? It's North Africa. Northern Northern Africa. Morocco. Is is Ghana in North Africa? I really don't know. I'm gonna say Togo. <laughs> oh, that's a country. Togo? Okay, yeah. then it's not Togo. <laughs> he didn't know. It's not Togo. Um, it could be Chad. I think Chad's up there. Chad. Um, Egypt. I'm going. That's Africa, right? Yeah. Egypt. <laughs> I'm going to say Egypt. <laughs> let's get. Let's go back to geography. Yep. Really? Yeah. Pastor said he ate this all over Africa. I mean. So. Nigeria. I'm just going to stick with Northern Africa because I got a hint, and I think that's very good. Is, but that's not a country. But There's it's South country. Africa, but it's okay. North Africa. It's okay. I'm close enough. I'm close <laughs> enough. I'm close just enough. All right, yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, Egypt, okay. even though this feels more of a... Abby? I'll go with... <laughs> what? Put. Is Put. that a place? Put. What? 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 Wait, where it was, was. Aladdin? Well, it's not what. anymore? Buddy's been on a roll, so I'll just roll with Buddy and go Egypt. I'm yeah. going Nigeria. I feel like we're wrong. I think we're wrong, too, but... You, you want, you want How a, you far want north yeah, are give, we at all? Oh, you want a final hint? Oh, a final okay. hint. Final hint. Yes, yes, that yes. means we're wrong. <laughs> That's what that means. So a, city, a city in this country was the title of a movie back in the 40s. Black and white movie, very famous. Casablanca. Where, where's Casablanca? Oh, is it really Casablanca? Morocco. Morocco. Thank Morocco. you, Morocco. I'm going to guess Morocco. It is Morocco. Hey! Very much Morocco. Can I just three for this? three. Yeah. I'm, Moroccan lamb mints with pita bread and hummus. Wow. Wait, say that again. Moroccan lamb mints with pita bread and hummus. Wait, this lamb? is lamb? Yep. You can have the hummus. Okay. And that's oh. why I went to Charlotte if you to say find so. lamb. So we got, we got unleavened bread and lamb. Foods. This is like a Passover kind of thing. Sort of. Ish. Ish. This is amazing. Lamb. Did Jesus wow. eat this? I mean, I don't know if the Hebrews Probably had not. like mint and arugula. But, but well, not. Egypt was kind of like, <laughs> Egypt was in the Bible. I mean, I don't eat tomatoes. <laughs> Egypt was in the Bible. <laughs> it was in the Bible. And I don't eat onions. <laughs> But I'm eating the tomatoes and onions. You should tell them to call us. <laughs> and they should listen. <laughs> Pastor Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pastor Brian. Yeah, he threw me off and said I ate this all over Africa. <laughs> That's when he yeah. I went to well, I was going to say that Pastor may have passed through here on his way to Africa. He may have taken uh, a little bitty pit stop, but... Uh, I would have got that. You would have got that. That would have been mm -hmm. too easy. It would have been way too easy. All right, well, hey, guys, thank you so much for joining us for the International Food Challenge. We're going to be taking a couple minutes now with Barrett, and we're going to be just sharing some, some faith confessions. So, so we're going to transition over to Barrett. Uh, thank you for joining us for International Food Challenge. Bye. 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 So what I have learned is that basically, if you want to win, you need to be on Pastor Brian's team with everything. 
but we thank you so much for joining us today on our confessions. It's going to be a good one. Every day we are looking to have a time of confession because the word of God is so powerful. And the word tells us that his word never returns void. So it does what it's sent to do. So today we're going to be making a confession. And it part of what we're going to be doing is exactly what Mark 11, chapter 11, verse 23 says to do. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted him. So as we make today's confession, let that faith rise up in your heart that what you're speaking, it will and is coming to pass in your life right now as we make it. So let's put up today's confession, confession number one. And it says, and say this with me, join your voice with mine. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. Lord, we thank you for every person watching. Thank you, God, that the full manifestation of what your son paid for is theirs. The full inheritance, every bit of what you died to make available, Jesus, it's ours. And it's ours right now. We don't just have you in part, we have you in full. And in the name of Jesus, every person watching, I command the reality of God, the life of God, the power of God, and the blessings of God to come alive and manifest today. Today, in Jesus' mighty name, let those things come, let them be active, let them be alive. Amen. You walk in the fullness of who Jesus is today. It's yours, and you have it right now. You will see it happen in your life because the Word does what it is sent to do. And today, we will see those things come to pass. We love you so much, and we are excited to see God moving in your life. We're excited that God in His fullness, His fullness of glory, his light, it shines upon you. We thank you so much for being here with us. And if you are in the Stanley County area, if you're near Albemarle, even if you're not near Albemarle, it's worth a drive. This Friday, we are going to be having here at Boomerang a time of prayer from 6 p.m. until midnight. This Friday, July 24th, we're going to be coming together and praying and as we pray, dynamic power is released when the prayers of a righteous man are prayed. So if you're in the area, we would like to invite you. Come, bring your supply of faith, hope, and love, and the Lord is going to show up. It's going to be such a powerful time, and we just, we thank you. Thank you for letting us pray for you and believe for you. We just, we love you very, very much. And Father, I ask right now that every person watching that their hearts just be softened. Let their hearts be fertile soil for the seed of the word to be planted in. Lord, today, every person watching, whether they're watching online, whether we're part of the broadcast itself, whether we're here in the room or watching in our office, prepare, we prepare our hearts right now. And just confess with me and say, my heart is fertile soil for the things of God to be planted in me. What God plants in me today, 
will sprout to life. Life is coming in me and through me, through the word that's preached today. I receive every bit of what God has in store for me today. My ears are alert. My mind is clear. In the name of Jesus, let every mind be clear that's online. Every bit of cloudiness, go away. Let it be clear. Let it be fertile soil. And let us receive the word. We love you so much. Now, in 30 seconds, we will be back with the man who would be king. We'll see you soon. Hey everybody, welcome to What's the Word? Today we're continuing on with the man that would be king, and uh, that was awesome. That food looked awesome. I like the minute to win it. Um, I have to say, well done. Well done. I know you won it. I know you won, but not by much. She did good. I'm impressed. Is that, it is the Holy Spirit running. Yeah. That happened. Is that what it was? I think it was. Is when she started praising yeah. and her running. Yeah. I, think, I think that the steps gave you like an extra five steps every time you went up. You should have seen it at my house this morning. Like it Practicing? Was, yeah, basically. You practiced? Not that. I didn't know what we were doing. I was, like, I was having myself a little praise dance time, and it oh, looked very similar you. to what that was, which is why you don't see it often. Kevin says, I love this. Lunch Plus is my favorite part of the day. Aww. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you're joining us today and you haven't shared the broadcast yet, please share the broadcast. And uh, we're going to talk about the man who would be king. We're Ooh. continuing on in 2 Samuel chapter 5. And uh, if you haven't been with us before now, uh, we talked about King Saul. We, we've talked about King David. And at this point, King David has now uh, become king over yeah. both Israel and Judah. Yeah. And uh, then... He goes on where he moves into Jerusalem. He'd been in Hebron for a while. Now he's moved into Jerusalem, into the city of David. Uh, the Holy Ghost gave him insight and placed him exactly where he needed to be, showed him how to win that battle. And now uh, the Philistines have come who basically represent the enemies of God. <coughs> They've come and they're trying to take over uh, the land. And uh, so here we are in 2 Samuel chapter 5. And verse 17. Uh, will you start reading that? I will. Second Samuel 5, 17. When the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek out David. And when David heard of it, he went down to the stronghold. Okay. So, see, you got, you got really far. <laughs> One other thing for a leader to understand is this, is that the devil, when he sees somebody that's moving in strength, one of the things that he will do, and know this, is that he will try to come against you quickly. Uh, in the New Testament, it says this, that the devil comes immediately to steal the seed of the word. Uh, Jesus was teaching that parable, and he said, the devil comes immediately to steal the seed of the word. Many times, I watch people that will come into church. They'll make a great decision. They'll, I've seen this. How many times have we seen this over the years? Yeah. They'll make a great decision to come into uh, come into church, 
all of a sudden the devil attacks their life and then they run. Yeah. And instead of reaching out and say, hey, what's going on? What can I do about this? Uh, they just say, I'm running. You yeah. know? And they'll literally train wreck their life because they move away from the things of God. Well, here's David. Uh, another thing that I've seen is this, is that the first thing the devil does is, if you, to understand uh, how this works, uh, the devil is the enemy of God. The thing is, he has no power, mm -hmm. uh, but he does have deception. And so one of the things that he tries to do is get in our head. And so here's the first thing. And it, the Bible teaches us to know how he operates. Yeah. We're not supposed to worship him, of course. We're not supposed to uh, glorify him, like talk about the problem all the right. time. We're not supposed to do that. However, the Bible does say that we should be aware of his devices. And y'all have heard me, y'all have heard me, you know, say this multiple times that when we first started Boomerang Church, one of the things that happened was I was just going to give God glory and not really talk about the devil. But then we got to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday after Sunday, and people were just getting eat up yeah. all over the place. And what I realized was that many people did not know yeah. uh, any devices of mm -hmm. the devil. They knew none of his traps because they had not been in the kingdom of God. They had not been in the word, and they were unaware. And I needed to start educating people just so that they, I mean, they were falling for the most simple things. Mm -hmm. They were falling for the most simple things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, why? You know, and then they fall for that. They fall into a trap and they want to blame God instead of yeah. assigning blame where it should mm -hmm. be on the <clears throat> devil. And our job, remember, is not to flee. Our job is to make him flee. Yeah. Right. And our job is to stand and right. have him done all stand. And so one of the things that over time, and this is really simple, but over time I, I found that it really helped people was the number one thing that the devil will do is he will try to keep you disconnected from God. Yeah. Disconnected from his ways, disconnected from church, disconnected from uh, church family. Mm -hmm. He'll try to keep you disconnected. If he can't stop you from being disconnected, his next thing is keep you from being on fire. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like keep you lukewarm. Yeah. Because legitimately, if we're lukewarm, we're doing the devil's job for him. Lukewarm uh, comforts our flesh just like a warm bath water. Yeah. And uh, it will not make you make a decision. But you think about that same water, if it's cold yeah. or if it's hot, it draws you to yeah. a decision. Yeah. There's many people today that are watching the coldness of uh, the heart, uh, the heart of the people after God in the world, and they're making a decision to go after God. Mm -hmm. uh, so coldness will actually draw you to a decision. Hotness will draw you to a decision. This is why God said, "I'd rather you be cold or hot." It'll make you make a decision, and we need to make some true and some real decisions today. Yeah. Uh, you, know, but lukewarm will let you sit. Mm -hmm. And if you sit, you'll go backwards. And I would say the American church has proven that yeah. over the last uh, you know, 20 years or so. And so the first attack of the enemy is to keep you from being connected. Yeah. The second attack, if you, will, if you won't 
of be disconnected and you're connected, he'll say, let me keep you from being on fire. Yeah. And if he, can, if he can't keep you from being on fire, then he'll try to burn you out. Yep. And uh, so he, this is one of the things that he'll do all the time. He'll try to burn you out. And so one of the things that he does, and, and a lot of people, I don't think that we have had understanding of this, is you and I have been on the earth for, you know, for me, almost 47 years. Uh, you guys, 30, what was it, yesterday? 31. 31. 35. 35, right? And, uh, man, heading towards 40. Ah, yeah. That's a good thing. That was yeah. exciting. That's a good thing. Yeah. You, that's the world that's yeah. teaching you to not look forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. You'll know more than you ever know at 40. You'll be more efficient than you ever were, more productive than you ever were at 40. Amen. Glory to God. That's what the world will do. It'll try to keep you in that place where you're looking at negative. I, lo I love that I'm heading towards 50. I'm excited about it. But it's a, it's a hope. And so, amen. Anyway, so here's the thing. The devil's been watching mankind for 6,000 years. Yeah. yeah. He's seen yeah. your personality before. He's seen your personality before. He's seen my personality. He'll recognize, oh, I know what's in him. That reminds me of this person and that person. And your personality, your traits, your habits, all that stuff. He's been watching mankind. So he can't read your mind, but he has seen your personality before. Right. So he'll say, I know what works with that personality. Let me throw this at yeah. him, right? And in this situation, and, and I want you to see something. He sees a man after God's own heart in David. Mm -hmm. The devil sees it. So he says, take him out now. Yep. Well, he first tried it with Saul. Now he's trying it with the Philistines. Mm -hmm. Look, he's anointed. He's now become king over all of God's people. Now all of a sudden he's taken the stronghold that couldn't be taken. Now, you know, I, I thought he'd never make it in there. The Holy Ghost showed him the, the water tunnel. He moves right up in there, right? And, and he takes that, he <coughs> takes what the Lord had given to him and re removes it from the enemies of God. And the devil's like, we got to take him out now. Mm -hmm. So he sends this whole legion of Philistines to take it back. Yeah. Like, don't let him get started. Yeah. Now, hear this. This is a word for you guys, a word for me, a word for you guys. The devil's going to try and stop you from gaining momentum. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you gaining momentum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're gaining momentum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're gaining momentum. Amen. And he wants to stop you from gaining momentum. You're gaining yeah. momentum with yeah. the Lord simply by yeah. watching this broadcast. Yeah. Amen. You are gaining momentum. Why? Because yeah. we're talking about the truth of God's word and he'll set you free. And so, now watch. He also understands that although the church may have not been the most powerful. Amen. Kevin says, I'm gaining momentum. Put it in the comments. Thank you, Kevin. Write it right now. All caps if you want to. All bunch of exclamation points. I'm gaining momentum yeah. Yeah. in God right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, the church may not have been the strongest that it was supposed to be. Right. But the devil still knows that it's the church founded on the revelation yeah. of the anointed Jesus and his anointing that cannot that the gates of hell cannot stand against. Yeah. Yeah. So what did it do? Tried to break momentum. Well, let's lock it down. No church for two months. Yeah. Well, of course, we had church. We had it outside. We found a way to have church because I'm not going to have 
the gates yeah. of hell prevailing against the yeah. people that I'm called to protect. Yeah. yeah. Hear that. I'm not going to have as a pastor that loves his sheep. I know the importance of the assembly. I'm not going to have the gates of hell prevailing against the people I'm called to shepherd and protect. Yeah. We're finding a way to have church. Yeah. We're finding a way to have the assembly, right? Yeah, I talked about it some yesterday in, in the message. We're finding a way. He's trying to keep you from gaining momentum, but here's mm -hmm. the thing. His plan is backfiring. He yep. always overplays his hand. Yep. And right now what's happening is the people that are truly hungry and on fire, they're saying, we're going after God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going after God with everything yeah. I have. I'm not going to stop. I yep. don't care if the world burns down around me. Yeah. I won't stop yeah. and yep. having done all stand. Yeah. That's who I'm talking about today. Yeah. That's yeah. who I'm talking to. Amen. 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 What immediately comes up to me, I, I have lots of things, but it's what immediately comes up to me is, you know, the, it's like a sports game. Like, it's like a team. The enemy has studied us. He's studied the things of God. He knows yeah. the word. He knows personality types. He knows yes. what's worked and what hasn't. And the church is this victorious team that's called to conquer, that's called to greatness, and they've forgotten the fundamentals of who they are. Yeah. You know, they try to go out and perform the spectacular alley-oops and all these, like, massive things, but they've forgotten to practice the fundamentals. They've yes. forgotten to study. They've forgotten to prove who yes. they're called to be so we get out on the court and the enemy wipes us clean because they've he's put in his work yes. but we're called to be a team that can't be conquered we're a team that's undefeatable the word cannot return void that's who we're called to be and it's time you said it yesterday we need to allow our mind to see what's possible and instead of seeing what's possible we've only just looked at what's immediately in front of us instead yeah. of realizing I'm part of yes, an unconquerable yeah. team. The yes. enemy cannot win against me. Yes. I am called to be the person that picks up a stone and a slingshot and I can take down a giant. Yeah. I yeah. can handle a bear. I can handle a lion. I can handle anything. Nothing can touch yeah. me and remind ourselves, you know, the, David, this is who David was. He goes up against Goliath and he's like, Goliath's nothing compared to yeah. me because I've taken a, a lion. I've taken down a bear. This is nobody. This is nothing. And remind ourselves of what the word that's says right. that we can be. That's right. Amen. So write this in the comments, please, right now. A good leader recognizes the traps of the devil yeah. and has intimate knowledge yep. of the saving grace of God. Yep. A good leader recognizes the traps of the devil <laughs> and has intimate knowledge of the saving grace of God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. A, a good leader, and let me just explain it. A good leader understands when the devil's trying to do something. Yep. He recognizes their traps. A good leader recognizes the trap of the enemy. He sees when he's trying to bring a thought that's unworthy yeah. of praise, a thought that's uh, ex trying to exalt itself above Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, he sees that, and he takes that thought, Captain. He recognizes those traps, every single one of them. And, and part of the way of recognizing those traps is he knows the promises, which is the second part. He has intimate knowledge with the salvation promises of Jesus Christ. So I'm not just talking about going to heaven. I'm talking about he knows intimately the promises of healing. Yeah. So that when the devil brings something that says, you're not, you're, you're going to get sick and this is sickness going to yeah. take you to death. You're like, uh-uh, mm -hmm. it can't. Yep. No. 
Uh-uh. Yep. I mean, and, and just get that real. Uh-uh. No. No. No, 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 no. And then he says, you're going to be in poverty for the rest of your life. No, that's a lie. Yeah. My Bible tells me something else. And see, and one of the things I was thinking about this morning is the difference between experiential doctrine yep. and doctrine that's based on the standard of the world, yep. of the word. You have to understand that experiential doctrine has everything to do with what you have experienced, with what you can see, with what you can feel. See, the devil will come in, he'll try to throw you a thought. Try to throw a thought. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you're basing your doctrine based off of experience. Right. Or, I saw somebody, and they were in faith, and then it didn't work for them. You know? Well, you, know, you just have to say, you know what? That's not what the Word says. And I don't know all the details, and I don't know all the variables. But I do know this. Yeah. Those that are of faith please God. Yeah. And I know He tells me that if I will pray a prayer of faith, I'll be saved. Yeah. Yeah. You have to know that you know that you know this, and it has to be on the Word, not on experience. Yeah. Yeah. A good leader has doctrine based on the Word, not experience. Yeah. Not, what you, not the five senses. A good leader goes off of the promises of God, not off of experience. Yeah. Did you have something? Nope. All right. Amen. Well, you know, my sheep know my voice. A strangers, yeah. they won't follow. The enemy has done a really good job of convincing people that his voice sounds like God's. And, and we, don't, we haven't known the difference because that intimacy hasn't been there. Yeah. You know, we don't know the difference because we've, we've just confused God. But he sounds like this. Yes. We find his voice in the word. Yes. People are so, I, I have, I expected to hear God's voice audibly booming, like all the, yeah. and his voice is found in the word. And the more we're in the word, we know the promises, yes. but we also begin yeah. to know the character and the nature of who our God is. So when that lie comes in, no, it's like you, I yeah. know you now, I know you now. Yeah. And when I hear someone say, pastor says this, he would never say that. Yeah, like, that's, that's not right. what my pastor says. I've mm -hmm. had time with him. Yeah. I know him. I know what Paul thinks. I know what he says. That doesn't sound like him. And yeah. that intimacy is what really helps us discern that's the voice good. of God. That's right. The more we know him, and I'll tell people many times, they'll say, hey, God told me this. I'm like, that's exactly what God said. That's yeah. how he talks. Yeah. You know, that's how <laughs> he speaks about things. Yeah. And you start to recognize it and to know him in that way. Amen. And I think it's important, too, um, like you were talking about, you know, he's been doing this for 6,000 years. He don't know you personally, but he knows yeah. the personality. And a lot of times we think, well, I've missed it. But that's the thing. You're learning it. So start paying attention to his tactics. Start paying attention to how he comes at you. I've dropped the ball a lot, but I've learned now when it comes, if I don't know the answer, I immediately go to pastor. Yeah. Just like the situation with the job last week. Yeah. As soon as it started unfolding. You did awesome. Jade was like, what are you going to do? I was like, as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm going to call the pastor. Amen. <laughs> Why? Because in those moments, he's, he's had more experience. He knows more. He's seen more. So why would I try to take it on myself, who hasn't been in that situation before, who could really foul it up? Yeah. Instead of reaching out to the person who has wisdom, who's been given wisdom in the situation over me. So a lot of times I think what happens is we get frustrated because it keeps coming at and coming at. Yeah. But what we need to purpose ourselves to do is yeah. pay attention. Yeah. Because it's not like he's get, trying new things. It's the mm -hmm. same things that he does. He just 
alters it a little. Yes. It's yeah. the same attack. It's based off of deceit. So once that deceit comes in, you just like the message the other week, you got to have that red flag ready that just like when ice fishing, you just yes. that flag comes yeah. up and says, no, that's against the word. Yeah. And then if you don't know the word, then you go to your pastors mm -hmm. yeah. immediately because yeah. those that one 24 hours set of 24 hours between that situation starting and yeah. there your flesh can throw a lot of thoughts into it. Yeah. And then you reach out to your pastor. Well, now you have bias going into it. You've let your flesh come in and your flesh is going to try to battle what your pastor's saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why it's important to reach out immediately. Immediately. Well, even if you know the word, like, I mean, you know the word, but even if you know the word, yeah. uh, there, you're a pastor or a spiritual leader that's anointed to be in your life. They carry an anointing yeah. for that. So in other words, there's a blessing and a flow of the oil of God to yeah. help bring a solution to it. And, the, you know, I'm like, if I'm going into something that's important, whether I know what the will of God is on it or not, I'm calling my men of God yeah. that, are, that I'm planted with, yeah. and I'm saying, hey, will you pray about this? Will you lift this up? Because I want their anointing flowing yeah. into yeah. my life, you know, so and I do it on a regular basis. And that's putting down the pride, yes. which yeah. allows God to elevate you and take you up in that leadership yes. role because yeah. it's not about what Paul's thinking. Yeah. It's, yeah. let me go up. Because even if I know it, he might know yeah. something different. Or he might go at it a different way than what yeah. I've known. Or add one statement that changes that everything. That one word yeah. that yeah. can be life-changing. And you may know this. I don't know the exact, exact science of it. But I know that like in a turbo boost, it uh, will basically inject a lot of oxygen in there that will give it a kick. Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but it's not necessarily a ton. It's just that it forces more yeah. air in there. And that's just it. The anointing, you may know exactly, the engine's already yeah. running. Yeah. But an anointing can add a kick yeah. in there that will give you a power. Yeah. And that's what the that's anointing good. does. Yeah. So. Well, with that, you know, for those of you who don't go to Boomerang, like Paul and I actually had a pretty big week a couple weeks ago here in church. Like the Lord really did something yeah. special, like in the service for us, the Lord's... Um, the Lord's hand was just on it. And you've told me time and time again, I, I, you just said it, when you have a victory, you need to be on the alert oh, because yeah. the thief comes quickly to steal the seed yes, of the word. Quick. So yeah. Paul had super special week last week. <laughs> you know, we've been doing brand new Lunch Plus things. It would, these are all good. Jo Paul was out on a job. Like that's a blessing. That's a great thing. We're doing great new things here. But with them, there can come opportunities on yeah. the flesh. For sure. So yesterday, I hadn't talked to you about it yet. Like the last week was a, it felt like a week. Like I had yeah. nothing bad, but just, whew, okay, it's a week. We're in prayer yesterday morning. Pastor doesn't know that I've been just seeking the Lord. Okay, Lord, what's your wisdom? How can I continue to not lose the seed that's been planted? And in a moment in prayer, Pastor comes over to me and lays hands on me and prays something that in the middle of the word, he's like, this is a word for your life. Like, hold on to yeah. this for your life. This is a key that will keep you out of a position to lose the seed of the word. Yeah. It'll keep you in a position to keep increasing, which is exactly yeah. what I'd been praying for. Amen. It came because I was in the place that I'm called to be doing the things I'm called to be doing, supporting yeah. the body, praying, honoring y'all, being in my house where I'm called to be. In that one moment, because we were in position, Paul received big things in prayer yesterday. 
I received big things in prayer yesterday, not glory for us, but yeah. because the Lord cares yes. about protecting that seed. He cares about where you're planted. He yeah. cares about how the anointing right. comes to you. And as you're humble in your place, continuing to do the things of God, continuing to put down the flesh, continuing along in what God's called you to do, then seeking first the kingdom, God can add all these things yeah. to you. We're not anointed to care. You weren't anointed to care about that so, job last yeah. week. I'm not anointed to care about how this all flows and operates. It's the Lord. You're not yeah. anointed to care about the house. The God, yeah. God is anointed to care. But he uses the chain of operation that he's established. You're the head. Yeah. Yeah. And from the head of this particular ministry, pastor's not Jesus, right. but he's connected to the head. Pastor's the head of the ministry. Then the anointing can flow to the beard. Yeah. And then it can flow to the yeah. garment. That's how he works. It's that chain. And when we get out of his order, we can't receive the anointing. Yeah, yeah. amen. And Buddy and Kevin are all over the comments today. They're, they're doing awesome stuff. Kevin <laughs> just wrote this. The anointing is the tur turbo booster. I, I put it in there. So, so write this in for your own life. And get this kind of stuff inside of you. See, as you, as you say it out loud, and wherever you're at, you can say it out loud. And as you type it out, you see those words, it kind of imprints inside of you. This, what you're doing is you're setting your mind on the promises of the word. We know this from the full counsel of the word. He said, uh, the anointing is turbo booster. I just wrote it like this. The anointing is like a turbo booster for your life. Yep. The anointing is like a turbo booster for your life. See it that way. Understand, I need the anointing. Like yesterday, I was thinking, um, just, just one second, I know you got some. But just yesterday, we had quite a long ministry time. Like yeah. there was a bunch of people to pray for because the Holy Ghost yeah. uh, drew a crowd up to the altar. Yeah. Today, we're, we're changing levels. Yeah. I mean, we took our time praying for everybody. And so a lot of people would be sitting there like, golly, how long is he going to pray for people and everything? Because they're looking at it from a normal physical perspective, but not a normal godly perspective. Yeah. What you have to understand is what was the anointing doing? Because it's in moments like that, lives completely change. As a matter yeah. of fact, I know of a couple that completely changed just yesterday forever because the anointing did something that they had no explanation for. Hallelujah. Like God just did stuff. That's and awesome. so the anointing is like a turbo booster for your life. Yeah. I was just sitting there. You can have two of the same exact make models and cars. Yeah. But that, so you can, you can be, you can know the word and follow at the word and do what the word calls you to do. But if you don't get under the anointing, you're going to get past. Because that yeah. same exact car that's doing yeah, the same exact good. steps that places itself where he's supposed to be under the anointing that he's called to be under yeah. will outrun you. Yeah. And it's a choice you have to make. Yes. Am I going to be sitting here and trying to do it on my own? Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to step where God's called me to be under yeah. the anointing that he's called me to be where the protection is, where the the blessings flow where the power's flowing or am I going to try to be a stock car that's yeah. just come off the dealership mm -hmm. or do yeah. I want to be the one that's going to be that's going to catch everybody's attention yeah. and fly and have people draw to you yeah. the anointing draws people to it yeah. yes that's right what immediately came up to me as you started talking was um, a couple months ago George and I were able to babysit for Paul and Jade's kids like we stayed the night with them and I was taking Oliver and Scarlett to school and ev both days I t <laughs> both days I took them Oliver's sitting in the back and he's like are you gonna hit turbo and I was like 
no. <laughs> no, I'm not. He's like, you can hit turbo in the car and it goes faster. I'm like, that's great, Oliver. I'll know how to do that. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oliver's vision has been expanded driving with Paul, and he knows what the car is capable of doing. So when someone else is driving the vehicle and it's not going at the maximum capacity that it can, he knew, no, something, something can be different. We can go faster. We can go better. And as we allow our mind to be expanded with this, we're not going to settle for just average yeah. driving, yeah. we're going to know, no, there's a turbo That's on right. this. Yeah. There's something else that we can have that causes maximum That's capacity right. of power to flow. And we're not going to be satisfied driving down the highway at the normal speed when daddy has shown me that we can go turbo in yeah. a Prius and yeah. it drives totally different. <laughs> and the world, the world says you got to pay for that turbo, but God's given it to you for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that yeah. you have to pay for. Yeah. It's a gift that he's already bought and paid for for you. Yep. Yeah. That is yours. All you have to do is step in. And just like I was telling the youth yesterday, you can't receive something until you drop the things that you have in your hand. Yes. Once you understand what that anointing yeah. does, drop the things of the world yeah. and step underneath the anointing. Yeah. And when you do, that empowerment's already there. Yeah. But yeah. you have to be willing to drop it and yeah. receive it. Amen. And to receive it, you have to have an open hand. Amen. Well, if I'm carrying the cares of the world in my hand, I can't receive that full power yeah. that he's trying to give me. So I have to drop it yep. to grab a hold yeah. of what he's trying to give yeah. me. Amen. Well, what you just said plays right into something I felt specifically led to say. That's cool. And um, that is, I was going to say it earlier, and then it, the time passed, and the Lord brought it back up to me, is this, is that our job, you know, the Lord's job is to love on us mm -hmm. with an absolute love. And when you're establishing doctrine, uh, the number one thing that you want to know is that God is absolute love. Amen. Yeah. God is love. You know, in he is light and in him is no darkness at all. Yeah. No darkness at all. He's absolute light. And some people don't understand eternity and they look at one little section of like a battle when the people of the Lord conquered somebody else. And they don't understand in eternity he's actually trying to save everybody that yeah. he can yeah. and he's trying to help get ungodliness which will take people to an eternal death. Right. He's trying to get that ungodliness out. But when you start to understand that he is absolute love, mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that people don't understand as well, they look at the Old Testament and all they see is that picture, that picture of God. But when you look at the New Testament, you see in Hebrews 1-3 that Jesus was the exact yeah. representation of the Father. Yeah. And so whereas people that only looked at the Old Testament think that Jesus is going to kill that adulterous woman and stone her, he says, I don't accuse you either. He's the exact representation yeah. of mm -hmm. God. Now, understand that. So to understand doctrine, you have to understand. I believe I'm saying this specifically for somebody today. Uh, hello, Kelvin. I see your comment. Good day to you, too. We love you. Um, I want you to understand this. Number one, God is absolute love. Number two, our job is to believe on him that he sent with childlike faith. Yeah. Yes. With childlike faith. Yes. And this is what I want you to see. Here, here's the whole point of this. If you took this word and you gave it to somebody who's gone through seminary and all of this and grown into an adult 
and learned, hear this, please, corrupted world logic. Yeah. They would view the whole Bible in one way. Yeah. They would view it a certain way. But if you handed this to a child and he could understand what was written here, and let's say you handed it to an eight-year-old that was not corrupted by the world. And you said, I want you to read about, about God and about what he says about you. There's no way that an eight-year-old is going to walk out from Genesis and walk out yeah. the end of Revelation and not think anything else but God is a good God. Yeah. He loves yeah. me. Amen. He wants me to walk in power. Amen. He'll heal me. He'll deliver me. He's my Savior. He wants me to have it and have it now. He wants me to walk in it and walk yeah. in it now. Yeah. He wants me to take that and be the light. He wants me. There's no way that childlike faith doesn't come out of that yeah. with those things. Yeah. He's, going, he's not going to believe in cessation. He's, not, he's going to believe that God is all powerful and it hasn't stopped. He's Amen. going to read 1 John chapter 1 verse 1 through 4 where the, the apostle said I'm telling you these things so that you can walk in, in the things that we saw, the things yeah. that we touched, the things that were manifested. I'm telling you so that you can have fellowship with us in the same things. He's yeah. going to see. This is God's plan for the power of God to flow, not be held back. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this is for somebody today. God wants us to walk in the fullness of his power, the fullness of his glory. Yeah. Yeah. This is our inheritance. It's not for the sweet by and by. It's for us today. Jesus yeah. said the kingdom is within yeah. you. Yeah. It's within you. It's within you yeah. now. We're not waiting on it. Amen. We have it now. Amen. And so then you start to realize, I've got to get busy with this thing. Mm -hmm. I've got to believe on a different level. I've got to take different action and stop making an excuse for it. I just saw while we were sitting here, somebody on our salvation line. Another person That's born awesome. again Glory going to, to spend yep. eternity Hallelujah. in Amen. heaven. It came through right while we were sitting That's here. Awesome. It's time to get busy about yeah. the things of God, to get about His kingdom, His righteousness, and God says, and I'll add all things to you. Amen. There's no way a child would read through this and not know everything's taken care of. He's going to empower me. All I have to do is tell Him yes. Yeah. That's it. I just have to tell them yes. Yeah. Yes, Lord, I'll go. Yes, Lord, I'll be. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, yep. Father. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Here's the other thing. Um, find the verse for me real quick where it talks about a soldier doesn't pay for his own, his own way. One of the things, I believe it's maybe in Philippians or Corinthians, but I could be wrong. Um, one of the things, no, it might be Timothy, because he talks about soldier. Anyway, um, one of the things that George and I were talking about the other day, or no, excuse me, Kevin and I were talking about, is uh, when we went to boot camp and I had, we had to pay for all of our clothes, and I realized... Uh, that's unbiblical. <laughs> that's unbiblical because yeah. I know this verse, uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 7. Let's go there real quick. 1 Corinthians 9, 7. Amen. <laughs> I knew this verse, and I was sitting there, 
And uh, I was thinking, you know, a soldier's not supposed to pay for his own way. He's, he is in the army. The army is supposed to pay for everything that he needs. Look, look here, uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 7. He's talking about, oh, I, well, 1 Corinthians 9. and <laughs> If you have never read 1 Corinthians 9 in the Amplified, you should read it. You should read 1 Corinthians 9 in the Amplified. It'll, uh, if you listen to it, it'll change your life. It'll change your giving, I can tell you that. It'll amplify some things. It'll amplify <laughs> your giving. Amplified. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> if, that is, if you actually hear it. Mm -hmm. Many people hear but don't hear, see but don't see. Yep. <laughs> All right, so one of the things that he says is, let's go to verse 3. He says, my, so Paul's talking to the Corinthians, and what he's talking about is, uh, should you give to those who are operating in spreading the gospel, preaching the message, those that are preaching? He says, my defense to those who examine me is this. Do we not have a right to eat and drink? Yeah. He's talking about um, Barnabas and Paul. Do we not have a right to eat and drink? Do we not have a right to take along a believing wife, even as the rest of the apostles and the brother, brothers of the Lord and Cephas? Or do only Barnabas and I not have a right to refrain from working? In other words, he's saying, is it just you know everybody else that gets to, you, you should pay for them to take their wife with them or take their family with them? Or is it just... You know, Barnabas and I who need to keep on working so that we can also give you the gospel. So what had been happening was they hadn't been giving like they should. Mm -hmm. Look at this, verse 7. Who at any time serves as a soldier at his own expense? Yeah. Who at any time as a soldier serves at his own expense? So what Paul's saying is, what soldier should be in the army and he's got to pay to be in that army? Yeah. And what he's saying is this, that when you're in the kingdom of God, see, this is what I'm talking about, about a child. A child would read this and understand, hey, I'm not going to go out here and be God's ambassador and God's not going to take care of me. Right. Yeah. God's going to overflow me. God's going to overflow me. Yep. He's going to overflow my life. So I'm telling you right now, just believe that as you walk as an ambassador of God in the army of the Lord, you are a soldier in the army of God. Uh, the other verse, I think it's in Timothy, that talks about be a good soldier. Be a good soldier. Don't get entangled with the things of the world. You are a soldier in the army of God. Every believer, by the word, not experiential doctrine, by the standard of the word, you are a soldier in the army of God. And God says right here by the Holy Ghost, you are not called to pay your own way in his army. That means he will supply for you. Yep. You hear that? Amen. You hear that? He will supply for you. Amen. Y'all yeah. hear that? He will supply for you. Yeah. God will supply for you. Now, the key is, do you believe it? Yeah. Do you know it and do you believe it? Do you know it and do you believe it? Or has the world taught you that, well, maybe he will, maybe he won't? See, that's experiential, but that's not what God says. God says, I'll supply for you. I'll supply for you. I'll supply. My God, who yeah. supplies all my yeah. needs 
according yeah. to his riches and glory yep. in Christ Jesus. My God, who supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory. Amen. Yeah. Kevin Amen. just put up the verse, uh, Deuteronomy 25, 4. You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. In other words, the ox is doing the work. He gets yeah. to eat and be full while he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He gets his portion to the grain. Yeah. And see, churches and people of God also need to see this on both sides. Watch this. Both, two sides of this for anybody in the church, including myself. Number one, my job is to believe in the Lord that he will supply. He'll yeah. supply. Not maybe he will, maybe he won't. No, he just said. He just said, what soldier should ever do that? And the context is none. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. The next thing he says is, who plants a vineyard and does not eat the fruit of it? Or who tends a flock and does not use the milk of the flock? Yeah. He says, I'm not speaking these things, verse 8, according to human judgment, am I? In other words, the whole context is, this is the Holy Ghost talking right now. Or does not the law also say these things? For it is written in the law of Moses, you shall not muzzle the ox while he's threshing. God is not concerned about oxen, is he? No, he's not talking about the ox only. He's using that as an example for his people. He's using it for example. Or is he speaking altogether for our sake? Yes, for our sake it was written, because the plowman ought to plow in hope, and the thresher to thresh in hope of sharing the crops. Yeah. Verse 11, if we sowed spiritual things in you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? Mm -hmm. If others share the right over you, do we not more? Nevertheless, we did not use this right, but we endure all things so that we will cause no hindrance to the gospel of Christ. Now this is the perfect heart of God in sowing and reaping. And here's what, the first thing I want you to see. Amen. Uh, Kevin said the laborer is worthy of his wages. Yeah. He, God pays wages to the workers, to the laborers. And he's talking there about winning souls as well. Let's become soul winners. All right, so now here's the other thing I want you to see. Number one, God is not going to leave you without supplying yeah. for you. Yeah. Unless you don't know that or two, you don't believe in it. And then you're, by your own choice, denying a truth of God and not putting faith in the truth of God. And, and he's already set up the system where there's no responsibility to fulfill yeah. doubt. Matter of fact, he's told you if you do walk in double-mindedness, that man ought not to think he should receive anything in yeah. James 1. And so he's already told us how to do it. So now we see the promise that God will supply. Does that not say God will supply yes. for yeah. us in context? It says, and if he'll supply for me, he'll supply for you. Amen. He'll supply for yeah. you. He'll supply for you. Everybody gets a supply. He'll supply for you. He'll supply for you. You get a supply. You get a supply. I feel like Oprah. You, you get a set more holy. And more uh, holy. you get a supply. You get a supply. Every believer can have a supply. The yeah. question is, do you believe in it yeah. and put faith on it? All right, so now we got to put faith on it. But here's the other thing. What he's saying here in context is, when people give you the word, like what's the word? They're ministering the word to you, right? Well, they're ministering the word to you. 
they're worthy, a laborer is worthy of the wages. That means you should see it as a believer, your responsibility to sow yeah. into, that, into that ministry. If you eat of the fruit of the work of the word, you should sow into yeah. that. And so there's two sides of this. Number one, you get a supply, put faith in it, and you'll have it. Number two, from my supply, I need to make sure that I'm sowing back. Yeah. in that way, that I'm sowing from that increase, that I'm sowing from that increase. Yeah. Many, many, many people will get a hold of the anointing, they'll get a, ho a hold of faith, and all of a sudden they'll get blessed, they'll start making you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of years, all of a sudden they forget where that came from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they'll stop doing that. That's what God's saying, you don't do that. When yeah. the blessing comes, you give more. In the, I mean, you seek the Lord even more what yeah. to give. And it's our job. So now here's the thing. I've got to say, all right, Lord, because multiple times when I've started to receive, when I've started to receive, um, it's like, okay, finally I have some. And you, you have this worldly tendency. All right, now I've got to set it back. Yep. I've got to set it back. Yep. Look, the thing that got me there was because I started sowing and reaping a harvest, not right. because I was storing it, right. but because there was a flow. Yep. Yeah. God always designs a flow. He designs a flow. And finances, that's one of the great things. See, yesterday we had a flow of the anointing. You know how I learned that flow, a big part of that flow? I learned it in finances. There's a flow, just like the you know we were looking yesterday at the map of Israel. And uh, you can see, see a Galilee teeming with life. The, the Dead Sea, there's no flow. Mm -hmm. And it's everything in there is pretty much dead. It doesn't grow anything. It's pretty much dead. There's no yeah. flow. Yeah. There's no flow. That's but when good. something has a flow, there's life. You want life in your finances, learn how to get it in a flow. Amen. In a flow, a consistent flow. And then all of a sudden what happens is the flow gets bigger and the flow gets bigger yeah. and the residual leftover is stronger. Yeah. And, it, and then it's, then it's uh, completely dousing. You're baptized. Yeah. You're overwhelmed yes. with the flow and you have no need yeah. the rest of your life because you've gotten in the flow. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a flow of anointing. There's a yeah. flow of anointing as well. Amen. 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 Y'all got anything on that? As you're talking, um, it's, it's in a different translation, but I was reading in Matthew 6 yesterday, um, Matthew 6, 25 up through verse 33, and in the New American Standard, it says, for this reason I say, do not be worried about your life, you know, do not be worried about, um, about how you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, all these things. In the translation I was reading yesterday, it says, take no thought. Yeah. Instead of do not worry, take no thought. And oftentimes we'll hear what pastor said, and that sounds great. And then remember what, what we started this whole broadcast with. The thief comes immediately to steal the seed of the word. Yeah. So off of what pastor just said, guard that seed. Yeah. Take no thought that doesn't originate from the Holy Spirit. The second that thought comes in of, I've got to take care of my bills. I've got to make sure my house is in order. I've got to make sure that I can have food. No, the word says he's going to provide for you. The word says that with the lilies of the field, with the birds of the air, they don't even sow or reap, and yet God yeah. still takes care of them. How much more is he going to take care of people who sow and reap into his kingdom? How much more? Yeah. And those birds that will fly over your head that says, I don't have enough money. Yeah. I don't know how the bills will take care. I don't know. I don't know. 
Don't let them make a nest in your head. Yes. They can fly all they want. Get out your BB gun and shoot them down. <laughs> like kill those suckers that fly over your head. Get them out of there. They're not anointed to suckers. be there. What is anointed? She's been in the south. Uh, kill those suckers. Kill those suckers. <laughs> she may have seen a picture of a pastor with squirrel that was in the tree. That's true. But they're not anointed hey, to be there. But here's the thing. See, when you start thinking, I don't have enough to yeah. sow, yeah. then what's happened is you've allowed a wrong thought and a trap of the enemy yeah. to tell you that there's not a supply for yeah. you. And so just last week, I know there's just a couple of people sitting in this room that said, I'm going to sow. Yep. It doesn't look like I have it to do it. And within the day, yeah. within the day, yeah. God provided like some 30-fold, more 30 yeah. or 40-fold above yeah. that. Within the day, yes. God's word works. Yes. Yeah. His word works. Take no thought that's yes. not the Holy Spirit's thought. That's not your thought. That's right. And why do we talk about finances? Two reasons. Number one, as we talk about your faith for finances built. Yeah. Number two, you're supposed to be moving in an abundance uh, and for every good work. If you don't have an abundance, you can't do every good work. That's right. the Bible. Number three, Jesus says, if you don't get on top of finances, this what he calls a small thing, how will I give you the true riches right. of the kingdom? In other words, finances will teach you so much about how the kingdom operates. Yeah. Like it taught me about a flow. And I understood that flow and took it over into the anointing. I understood the flow of finances and I started to move that over into an understanding about uh, true riches of the anointing. And now there's a flow of the anointing that I'm operating in because I learned it in finances first. It's like Christianity 101. And so many years ago, people were struggling with their finances in Boomerang Church. And uh, the Lord instructed us, teach each day on finances. And immediately we started singing a yeah. turnaround. You know? And then you have stuff like what happened to you yeah. last week. Unexpected. Oh, oh by the way, here's a thousand bucks. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. God Amen. is good. Glory. Put it in the comments right now. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin's like prompting my comments today. Uh, put it in. Um, put it in the comments right now. Just say, I am a sower and I am well supplied. Yes. Yeah. I am a sower and I am well supplied. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. I am a sower and I am well supplied. Well supplied. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. See, that's, it's Bible. It's scripture. It's not making up something. Yeah. And I, you're saying what God said about you. I am a sower and I am well supplied. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I remember, like, as we're talking about this, I remember when I moved here, I had nothing. Like, yeah. I had... <laughs> I had so close to nothing, like it was laughable, like nothing. And when I got here, I had a job given to me I wasn't qualified yeah. to have. And that when that first paycheck came in, I remember distinctly thinking, I will sow this. Like, I'm going to do this right. I'd never tithed before. I regularly, the way the word said. But I, I remember distinctly thinking, I'm going to do this the way that God says to do this. Wow. I have never once since moving here been in lack. Glory. Never. I have never been without. I have never been without finances. I've never been without food. I've yeah. never been without power. I've never been without because the word works. And that's praise to Jesus. Yeah, that's not, not glorifying me. you. My you 
Yeah, that's glorifying God. Yeah. If I did it, he upholds his covenant. Yeah. Yeah. If I had done, I did do it my yeah. way, and it stunk. <laughs> it <laughs> that's did, when I worked. had nothing. <laughs> I did it our, my way too. It stunk too. <laughs> but you God ever done honors it your it. way. God's <laughs> way is much better. God's yeah. way is He's much faithful. better. Amen. He's faithful to His word. Yes, He's he faithful is. to His people. <laughs> you know, Amen. I, uh, in Hallelujah. You know, in prayer this morning. <laughs> My way stinks. It does. <laughs> you know, in prayer this morning, we were praying, and something just triggered me. You know, we whatever we do, it it's got to be to please God. It can't yeah. be for any other reason. You know, so often we'll do things to get things, but God has given us everything because we please him and he loves yes. us. And our heart to give, it's got to be that same heart of God. I just want to please you. I just want to give to you. <laughs> everything I have is yours. What do you want? Because that's the heart he has toward us. What do you want? Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. Ask me for it. I've got it for you. We've got those refrigerator rights. We can go into yeah. his spiritual refrigerator and eat of the good of the land. We have Amen. rights to it because we please him. Amen. And he wants us to please him back. Like it's, it's that twofold way. He's so good. Amen. We love you. Thank you for being here with us. If you haven't shared the broadcast yet, please do. And uh, we really appreciate that. That really yeah. blesses us when you do that. And uh, if you would like to sow uh, into the gospel uh, today, you're welcome to do that. In Facebook, you can type in hashtag donate Amen. and the amount that you would like to sow. And let me just tell you, I think hashtag donate requires that you do a dollar. Uh, but there's no seed that's too yeah. small. Yeah. You know, look, don't you, you, you start yes. and watch God add. Yes. Multiply. Amen. He doesn't just add. He multiplies yes. the seed sown. He yeah. multiplies the seed sown. It becomes exponential. There is no seed that's too small. Don't you let the devil get inside of your head like that. You just be obedient to the Holy Ghost. And when you're obedient, the blessing comes. And uh, so you can type in in Facebook, hashtag donate, then the amount following. Uh, if you're anywhere else or even on Facebook, you can go to givebc.org. Amen. And you can give and sow. And listen, you're not just giving. It's not a kingdom yeah. just of giving. It's yeah. a kingdom of sowing. Amen. So you should expect to harvest because God has promised one. And faith, without faith, is impossible to please him. Yep. If you don't believe in a harvest when he said you're sowing, you're not putting faith in it. Amen. And that's not pleasing to the Lord. Yep. So believe that God is turning things. He's bringing you a harvest, and it's going to be awesome. And you're going to move into an abundance. Yeah. Just put it in the comments right now. I'm moving into an abundance in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Amen. moving into an abundance. I am. And Amen. I'm not just talking to adults. I'm, yeah. I'm talking to the youth. I'm talking to you guys, too. You know, when I started sowing, when I was your age, when I was a youth, I started sewing. I can remember taking my piggy bank and mailing it off, you know, in offerings. Not just at my church, in offerings. I would empty that thing on a regular basis, like get the knife and work the quarters out, you know. Because <laughs> if you turn it a certain way, you can work them out that little slot. I'm telling you, I was a sower, yeah. Yeah. sewing, and I'm a harvester Amen. as well. <laughs> Amen. And you're a harvester. Wouldn't you like to be a harvester too? <laughs> that Dr. Pepper song, I need to that, go watch that. That reminded me, Scarlet. 
almost every Sunday she brings in change from her piggy bank. Yeah. She started out with a little piggy bank. Yeah. She has two piggy banks. <laughs> he gave her another storehouse. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. She has, so one piggy bank has dollar bills in it. The other piggy bank has change. Yeah. Because the dollars wouldn't fit into the other piggy bank. Yeah. And that's a seven-year-old who's yeah. about to turn eight who yeah. understand, understands what sewing does. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Our kids have always <laughs> had money. You know, they've always had money to do stuff. Here, here's the interesting thing, too. I went, man, this got me excited. Like, I'm, I'm looking for something to sew into now. Like, yeah. I'm excited. Like, where can I go sew something? Yeah. You know, what can I do? And I, I give to our own ministry many times. You know, I, it's a, I, I'm, ex I'm literally sitting here today excited about sewing because I know the truth of what yeah. we just said and yeah. the freedom it brings. But I just had a thought that I hadn't really thought about this before. So I just told you about raiding the piggy bank so I could give offerings when I was little. That was when I was like 10. Mm -hmm. That was around that time when I, when I was doing that, the memory I'm remembering. So then there was a period of time where my mom and dad went into a, a time of lack, and, and it wasn't God's doing, but it was a time of lack. And I remember having money that my parents came and borrowed from me. Yeah. Let me tell you that. My parents came and borrowed from me at age 14 at that time. Yeah. Because I had, I had, I was well supplied. You know, I had hundreds of dollars in the bank and they came. I mean, it wasn't like millions, but it was, for me, it was a lot. I had hundreds of dollars in the bank at age 14. I've, the Lord just brought that to my mind. He is faithful and yeah. good to his word. I didn't yeah. even know what I was doing. I didn't know all this that I'm telling you. I know the, the mechanics of it now, but I didn't know that then. I just said, Lord, I, I love you. I want to give. See, when we put on a heart of giving, we put on the heart of God, and God yep. will turn it around. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Doggone, I'm, I'm excited. You preached yourself. I have. I am le legitimately happy. <laughs> I am legitimately happy. God is a good God. Yeah. I mean, yes, you hear you. preachers say that sometimes. I preach myself happy. And, and you're wondering, like, are they really happy? No, I'm really happy. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we're going to have to unhook. If they missed today, if they missed today, they missed some anointing. There was yeah. a flow today. Yeah. Glory to God. It's been like that almost every day, but it was special today, I believe. Amen. 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 Share the broadcast. When you share it, say, y'all need to hear this. <laughs> y'all need to hear this. Yeah. And uh, stick around for what's the word at the last hour. Um, sharing it. <laughs> sharing it is sowing. It is. It's yeah. a seed. It is. You might sit there and go, I don't have the finance right now. This is a, this is this a, is a seed. seed. It's, it's so sow easy it. to sow today. It's a today. free seed. Holy. It's a free seed that you've been given by the Lord. It is so easy like, to sow today. Like, do you need wisdom? This broadcast has wisdom in it. You sow it, what's going to happen? You're yeah. going to get wisdom back. It's got financial blessing yeah. in it. You sow it, it's easy to sow the gospel. <laughs> It is so easy today. Like, if you want to listen, I, I, last night, Alexa, tell the Bible app to read the book of Psalms. Yeah. So I'm sleeping and book of Psalms is playing. Yeah. Like, it's so easy today. <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's so hard. 
garbage. I saw, um, a, I know we're unhooking, <laughs> but like it, it goes in line. Adalis put up something, Adalis Shuttlesworth, she put up something on Instagram the other day that after a night where they were preaching and she had been preaching on revival and whatnot, a girl took what she said and went through her contact list and texted all of them like, do you need Jesus? I want to pray for you. Can I pray for all of her contact <laughs> list and started to get them born again through texting them. Just how are you doing? Can I pray with you? And people Glory started getting born again. It's so easy to yes. do the things of God. It's we not have hard. so many tools. Mm -hmm. Are those bales of hay? What is that? Acorns. Amen. I thought Seeds. they were candy corn. I like couldn't tell what it was. Corn? I thought they were tents. <laughs> Shells. Buddy, Buddy put a comment on Facebook and it, it looks... <laughs> To me, it looks like brown hay stacks. A wigwam. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Thank you. Thank you, Julie, for sowing <laughs> into the gospel. We just call that, but he says, there seeds. That's confession right there, because it does not look that way. <laughs> Thank you, Julie, for sowing into the gospel. I'm telling you, preach myself into the joy today. <laughs> This, this afternoon is going to be so easy. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is one of those times she's going to have to take, they just got to cut the camera yeah, off. Yeah, she's going to have to switch to Buddy. Okay, bye better, guys. They better cut our mics too, because I'm telling you, the joy is going to be. She's going to take his. Oh, hold on a second. I did say wigwam. <laughs> oh, that's Buddy's. Face on. Just, face just on. move it over to me. Icon. Julie, I declare that seed. I can see it. And for anybody else that has given today, I declare it blessed. Multiplied seed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Press down, shaking together, running over. Hallelujah. <laughs> the joy is like the fertilizer. It's the strength that just gives See, it to grow. I haven't it's heard Dave the joy yet. Yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> He's like deep down. <laughs> he just snorted. He snorted. People are, He's in deep joy. <laughs> I'm really getting more and more understanding of how acts, they were like, are they drunk? Because <laughs> when you're in the flow of the anointing, you can go. <laughs> We're going to have to be. I was telling someone, I don't know, the other day, that joy normally hits all, often during giving. It does. Often. It's the fertilizer. <laughs> it do, yeah, say with joy, the, the word says with joy you draw from the wells of salvation. Yeah. With joy. Amen. Yeah. Now the, yeah, we're, we're getting ready to be dismissed as they cut the camera. Like but Buddy's got to hold it over here so he can say bye. And I can see he's already praying in the Holy Ghost so that he makes it. You can do it, Buddy. Just go. Hallelujah. All right. We love you. Here's Buddy. Bye. Bye. Adios. Well. Guys, thank you for joining us today. Kevin's like losing it over here. <laughs> I, I really hope you can hear it through the mic. <laughs> uh, well, welcome. thank you guys so much for joining us for today's Lunch Plus episode. We got a good one for you tomorrow. Tom tomorrow. <laughs> to tomorrow we're going to be starting off with 
Oh man, I can't even think straight. I need to pull out my notes. Tomorrow we're going to be starting off with Will It Muffin. I have no idea what we're going to try to muffin tomorrow. Pastor Brian's excited about that. And then after, after Will It Muffin, we will have a session of prayer. It's going to be powerful. And then, and then after prayer, we're going to have some Bible trivia. So guys, make sure you join us tomorrow for Lunch Plus. It's going to be a good one. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have an awesome day. Be blessed.